Yeah. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Seltzer Time Podcast. It's your boy Ricky, a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Seltzer Time Official. Here is always with my conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about Worcester, Travis. What is cracking, Fizzle Fiends? Welcome back to the Seltzer Time Podcast. And as always, we are glad you're with us. Uh, this week, we are talking to our friend Mark, Mark Borenstein, local Worcester attorney and food connoisseur. Um, but before we get there, you know what we have to do. Hey, Ricky, how'd you like talking to Kevin Lyman? That's cool. That was, that yeah, was last week, random. right? Doesn't that feel like forever ago? It kind of does, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was awesome. Kevin was great. It was super interesting to hear all those cool work Tour stories, um, hear more about what they're doing with 320 Project and moving that online. And sort of, uh, sort of following that Instagram, too, which has been really interesting. They've been posting a lot of like different graphics and announcing some of the different seminars and stuff, so... I really dig the aesthetic of their uh, festival. It's very clean and modern, but it's still about yeah. some pretty serious stuff. For sure. I guess I missed that it was started because of Chester Bennington. Which... Yeah, I didn't get. I missed that too until I started following the Instagram. He's like all over the like different flyers and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean they they literally said it in the about page. So yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to run downstairs and grab one. I'll probably grab one mid, mid roll. Which but, one uh, is that? This one's the raspberry rose. I love this one. So yeah. Um, how else? What else happened this week? Uh, SeltzerTimeOfficial.com happened. Yes, we dropped the website. All thanks to you. You're a gangster. Go team. All about the team. <laughs> a big shout out to Mike Gallant for Galante rather for. Uh, helping us with some of the URL issues. We're still solving the one URL issue. I got to get that with Mike, but um, seltzertimeofficial.com. You can go on there right now, hear every single podcast we've put out, um, find them all there. And then there will be links to all the various streams and platforms. We want to make it easy for you guys to find us. Yeah. What have you been up to? How's your week? So far, so good, man. I mean, all the time is kind of merging together. It's just kind of turned into this weird blur. Yeah. Um, we did that merch design that we teased today. That was really fun. That was fun, yeah. That was um, pretty sick. I like working in these kind of like fun little projects in between. Like I've been working on these website projects that are just super laborious and not that most interesting thing to do. But yeah, that's what pays the bills. There you go. So working in the, the t-shirt design has been super helpful. Oh, yeah. In terms of creativity. Yeah, something to do. Um, I'm sure if people are watching the video, you look way different to them. Oh, I shaved my beard off. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, I shaved it off, uh, I think, Tuesday morning. Yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday, I forget. But yeah, it's like starting to kind of come back a little bit. I was a big fan of Mustache Ricky, personally. Oh, so creepy. <laughs> so creepy. I can't do it. Um, here, for the video people, my wife gave me a haircut, which is not bad, but there's just like, if you look at it real close, there's bits that are just off and <laughs> things hanging. I it looks barely. clean, though. Yeah, it looks better than it did. And it just feels <laughs> nicer. But I told her it's going to look great under a hat. Thank you, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what I need next. Haircut. Hair is kind of long, but is that one of the birthday the birthday cats? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Larry and Maybe's birthday today. Oh, nice. I like that look on you, Mark. Straight up. <laughs> kind of like, it's kind of Jack Nicholson-esque. Yeah, yeah. you got a little blowout going on down there. <laughs> it's my heritage, guys, you know. <laughs> we were talking about this. We did a powwow hangout call this week, which it was just good to talk to peeps from the, from the club. And yeah, we were talking about Mark's hair. That's where actually where Mark even came up. Right. We were, all right, we'll get there. But um, yeah, Mark was pulling up his hair and we were all showing off our terrible haircuts. I feel like we're like thereof. Yeah, it's truly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it really is. Um, I feel like there was something else that happened this week that I wanted to mention before we got into the interview. Um. I guess I'll just tease it off, not tease it, but mention it. There is a donate page on the seltzertimeofficial.com if anybody feels so obligated. Um, if you do donate, we will shout you out on this show. So the first one goes out to Logan Duda, my brother, the little shit. I sent it to him just to sit like, hey, man, how does this look? Let me know if you see anything weird. And then all of a sudden in the account, a $10 donation popped up. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Logan. Um, so if anybody donates, we will absolutely shout you out and let everybody know how awesome you are and how much you were thankful for you supporting the show. Oh, yeah. So, Let's do it. All right. Well, well, if there's nothing else, let's, uh, let's move into the fun part. Let's do it. So like I was saying, we had the powwow meetup this week. We were all just shooting the shit. And Mark is a food connoisseur. Him and his wife, Morgan, eat out and. They're always like, I have these people that I go to for referrals or for suggestions. Ricky is definitely one of them, but Mark, I've always trusted his judgment and uh, for food, especially. And um, he gave us some information. I don't know if I want to just leave with it because I just, I find it so mind blowing and I still haven't had the opportunity to go try it. But here, Mark, you tell them. Tell them about the yeah, pizza. So, so, um, so for many years, um, I've picked up. Uh, shawarma and falafel at Fantastics, which is next to the Clark campus. Most people know it on Main Street. Um, it was previously owned by these guys, these two elderly gentlemen. I don't know if they were from Cyprus or where. Really nice guys, hardworking guys. But they did a good job with the pizza shop. They had some Mediterranean food and they had pizza. And then I was talking to one of my coworkers and she was telling me, she's like, oh, I just got the best chicken tikka masala and cauliflower. I was like, I was like, I know every restaurant in the city of Worcester. There is very little <laughs> to no good Indian food in the city of Worcester. Please tell me, where did you obtain this Indian food? And she said, oh, my husband got it on Grubhub from some pizza restaurant. She's like, it's something fantastic. I was like, fantastics? No way. I don't, I don't believe this. So uh, I go there. Well, first I call up. I, I look at the menu online. There's nothing on there about Indian food. And then when you go through the Grubhub menu, it's almost like a secret menu. They have chicken tikka masala, chicken curry. They have all of these. They've got Dan Dan noodles, like all of these Asian and Indian dishes that Weird. previously were not served at Fantastics. Uh, it's my understanding that uh, a restaurant that used to be open in White City. Now, I haven't fact checked this. So I don't know for certain if this is the case, but I believe it was Chinese merch's owners. Um, they have a food truck. I think they purchase Fantastics or they're working in concert with Fantastics and they're providing the Indian food and Chinese food. But you go into a pizza joint, you would never know that there is Indian food available. On top of that, they have, and I haven't tried this yet, 
chicken tikka masala poutine. That's right. What? I forgot about that part. Yeah. Yeah. You said pizza, and that's what stuck with me. There's chicken chicken tikka masala pizza. There's chicken tikka weird. masala pizza as well. But the poutine is. It's something I've I've never heard of. It's unbelievable. I think it would be delicious. It's almost like it'd be just sitting on a bed of samosas. Or a bed of fries. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what samosa is? is a lot of potato? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's like some... potato, basically. Samoas, like the cookies? Yeah, yeah. I was like, that sounds weird. Like, I probably try <laughs> We're it. it to a whole other right. level now. Samosa. <laughs> That's my favorite little Indian thing. The little puffy bag things with yeah. potato no, and they beans. they have those there, too. Yes. Huh. Yeah, it's like it's like a like a full fledged like Indian menu. Uh, I mean, they have they don't have like a million things, but they've got a decent menu, and I've got a bunch of different items from them, and they've all been very tasty. So, fantastic! They're on Grubhub, delicious, local. So hit them up. See, these are the things that I'm I'm so fascinated by. Like, yeah. I love the fact that Crust was doing pizza for a minute, and I know they're gonna go back. And for a very hot minute, you can get a Coney Island pizza which was just bizarre i was i was not brave enough to try it did either of it's you guys the, try it yeah i did not try that one i tried it so the first day they ever offered pizza or that pizza at least um i remember going like before i because they did it always on uh thursday nights so i'd get it on my way to, dive to go open and then demoga and i would split the pizza at like 5 30 so the night they did that he was like you're gonna get the coney i'm like I don't think that's like really for me. So I got there just to get a regular pizza and Mass Live, somebody from Mass Live was there and bought one and they were like, hey, uh, can we take a picture of you like having a bite of this and like give us your reaction? I was like, sure, like why not? So I take a bite and it was, it's so good. So I was like, oh, you know, whatever. I forget like what I said. But I walked up to the counter and I was like, can I get a Coney Island pizza and a cheese pizza? And I come walking into Jamoga's like, I thought you weren't going to get this. Dude, I tried a bite. It was amazing. And then we used to get it like every single Thursday. So good. I didn't need my Coney Island fix. Yeah, I had a conversation today with my buddy Kyle about how much we miss Coney Island. Are they not open? Are they not doing it anymore? No, just for the time being. Yeah. They tried Um, to open for a short period of time, but it didn't. I don't think it. Yeah, I was talking to those guys. I mean, they were staying kind of busy, but it didn't feel right. Well, I mean, the whole city, it's, it's, it's so jarring, right? I mean, you think about, I I was walking down uh, Pleasant Street today, I was getting my shawarma palace, uh, because like many people, I have literally lost track of the days. And I legitimately thought today was Worcester takeout day. So Mm. despite Morgan telling me we have way too much food in the house, he said, Morgan, Today is Worcester takeout day. How can we not get takeout? And then I come home and I post on Facebook, Worcester takeout day. And then someone's like, that is next week. And it's like, next yeah. You're absolutely right. I thought about it. And then somebody, somebody on Facebook posted like the Worcester takeout, like the graphic thing again. Yeah. Because when I first woke up, I was like, all right, like we just, we ate out. We got Boynton pizza like two nights in a row. And well, I got boy and pizza two nights in a row. Naomi got something else in it for it. But, <laughs> but, uh, so I was like, I don't think we're going to eat out today. Like, we literally ate out like three times this weekend. Like, we really shouldn't. And then I saw that graphic. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I can push it off till next week. But I don't know what I'm going to get. A lot of options. 
but it's but it's it's tough though right because like all the restaurants you're used to going to you don't know if they're open they have limited hours you really have to plan and yeah. um you know i mean i guess we got to do that with everything that we do nowadays but um it's tough and so like walking down main street um you just kind of feel how deserted it is um and uh it's it's gonna it's gonna be tough to uh kind of get back back to normalcy but you know um these restaurants are the lifeblood of the city and we got to support them i couldn't agree more i did have a problem when i tried to order the boyton through grubhub where like the order went through and then 10 minutes later it says the boyton canceled your order like i didn't know what happened i didn't really get an explanation i ended up huh. just somewhere else they were we tried going there friday night um and we just we drove by and the line which it like the people in line were like very 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 like they're spaced out it was awesome but it went like all the way like around the building and like the parking lot was full it was insane that's but i'm awesome. sure that's be because you can't go in there like yeah then when we ordered on saturday we ordered really early. we ordered at like four o'clock um and it was awesome the the girl who was running orders up to the car had like a little microphone thing so she like ran out she like dropped off a bag came walking back went down that way then she came up behind me she's like ricky and i was like yeah but i have like a mask on it too <laughs> like i'm like i don't know who i'm talking to right now so she just like kind of i need ricky's order and they like brought it out to sick so that's pretty cool that's like hollywood style yeah i haven't so the one thing I want to do though is I haven't bought beers from a restaurant. Uh, I don't know if you. I have. Did <laughs> <laughs> you like Armsby? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like, so it's funny the, um, and I don't get takeout. I didn't. I didn't eat at Armsby that often before the quarantine. Yeah. Um, aren't like maybe like once every couple of months, a special occasion. Um, dive bar was our spot, you know, it wasn't really more arms right. but now, you know, we do what we got to do. And, yeah. um, and so, um, but then, um, once the quarantine was in effect, I saw that they were doing takeout. I was like, Oh, you know, they've got an amazing burger, really Jones for a burger. So I went there to get some burgers and, um, I knew, you know, being an attorney that, um, they are in the process of finalizing the laws for takeout. And I know what the, those laws are. And so I was asking them, like, hey, you know, what are you guys planning in terms of takeout? And they're like, yeah, we're going to do beer. We're going to do growlers. Um, they're like, we can't sell this to you right now because the law hasn't been signed, in, um, signed into effect. I was like, oh, no, I get it. Listen, the last thing I want you guys doing is, is you know, serving alcohol um, unlawfully. And so, um, and so as soon as they posted, like, the next day I was there getting, you know, a 64 ounce of Edward, 64. I think I got. First night I got 64 ounces of Edward and then on Sun, I think it was a Friday or Saturday, the next day I got two more 64 ounces of Edward. And literally in the course of like four days, we drank quite a lot of Edward. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was. And then this weekend we got, uh, we picked up um, Florence and um, some more Edward. So um, it's interesting though, because they're doing the growlers um, and under the law, they can sell any type of uh, closed container. So it could be cans, bottles, um, but there's there's maximum amounts that they can sell. I think it's up to 190 something ounces. Oh, wow. And a bottle of wine, yeah. Per transaction? Yeah, per transaction. Um, the idea is they don't want the restaurants to become package stores. Makes um, sense. 
but um, they um, they it's it's going to be a huge shot in the arm for them. So, are you building a collection of growlers now? Then, no, I I don't like collecting things except for political buttons, as you know. And so we've been trying to like just get rid of them. Like I've been like texting my sister. We, you know, I mean, what are we going to do with you know this many growlers? I end yeah. up looking like Howard Hughes over here, and they're just <laughs> lined up on the floor. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. awesome. I don't collect growlers either. I used to have, up until like a month ago, I had the first treehouse growler I had back when they were still like going out of the garage in Brimfield. Um, that's what's I up. had that one, but I got re- I just recycled it. And then at my old apartment, I used to collect like all my treehouse ones. And I had, because I'm an idiot and I'd always forget to bring it with me whenever we'd go out there. So I legitimately had a, this like, we have this sort of, like extra closet. I had, Probably like 25 treehouse growlers in there. Stupid and expensive. I don't even know what happened to them. I never took them with me when I moved out. You get, you get money. I, I, you guys know that I'm not a beer dude. Uh, do you, get, you get money for the growlers, right? Or you get like... It's like five bucks to buy one. Sometimes it's like three. Um, so you just like, you have to buy a new one every time you buy beer. So it's more cost effective to buy one and not be an idiot yeah, and remember. Okay. Right. <laughs> Although at Armsby, they're not charging you for the growlers, which is insane. That's kind of wild. But they're not taking yeah. them back, right? They can't. That's yeah, so the can't. whole purpose, yeah, it's from, from a, um, a cleanliness standpoint, they, they don't want to have people come back, you know, with growlers and then put them in there and stuff like that. So they're just issuing new growlers. And they've got it down to a science. I mean, like, people are coming right out and dropping it off. And, you know, kudos to them for really kind of running with, with this model. Yeah. Have you noticed um, any other restaurants doing it on a more like, so like my biggest issue was, and I understand why it happened, but when it, when the law first went into effect, like I know Dead Horse closed like the next day. They didn't even like attempt the takeout thing. I know a bunch of places have kind of shut down in the last like week or so. Um, but aside from Armsby, have you noticed anybody else doing a really good job with their like takeout order system? Um. I mean, we've, we've done, a, a, I mean, Fantastics was doing a decent job. They, they come at it. They, I think they do Grubhub. I think they do their own deli- deliveries too. So, um, but in terms of alcohol, um, I haven't experienced any of it, but I know that they're all getting really creative, um, which um, is something that, that they have to do, right? They, they have to um, make up that market share because if you think about what alcohol is in terms of revenue for a restaurant, it's, Unless they're BYOB, it's going to be a significant portion. So, um, and that was the, I, the that's the rationale behind the the beer and wine takeout. But I haven't. Um, I know that Dead Horse has been doing takeout um, uh, bottles of wine. Now it's tricky though because in order for you for any restaurant to sell the beer and wine, they have to have food with that beer and wine. They cannot just sell beer and wine by themselves. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's in the law. Um, Is that with every order? Like you can't just buy a bottle of wine? Right. Yeah. No. So for example, if you look at going back to Armsby, um, you can, if you want to order a growler, you just add fries for three bucks. So I oh. order chips and guac a lot. Was that the cheapest? <laughs> Chips and guac is the cheapest that I mean, on it's option. Ten, it's 10 bucks. They're damn good. Oh, there's um, 10 bucks. Sold out this weekend though. Yeah. I figured but, um, like 
for somebody that's done it as much as you, you've, you've masterminded to the point where like, all right, this is the smallest add-on I can add that is not a humongous. No, no, no. We, we like, like the food just too, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, they also, they, shout out to Wooberry because they've been also making some ice cream for uh, RMSB and that's, that's been really good too. That's been a treat. So, you know, despite know the quarantining, that. we've, um, yeah, so they have a, they have a couple different flavors. We um, we've been really enjoying the uh, Mexican uh, coffee flavor, um, but they have some others that are inspired by Armsby's cocktail. So um, it's it's pretty good stuff. But I'm I'm looking forward to um, you know as as when it's safe for the restaurants to reopen, for other restaurants to get creative, and for us to really be able to experience other other restaurants. So um, I think this weekend we're gonna hit up uh, Faux Sure up in Shrewsbury. They I've heard nothing amazing. but the best things about those dudes. Oh my god, lemon! Their their lemongrass chicken is out of this world, um, and Ooh. their their uh, me is really good too. So um, you got to help out um, help out the restaurant. So that's I think that's probably what we're gonna do. Yeah, I think we're doing Thai this week. Um, we have a, the Racha Thai place is one of our favorite spots in the city. Oh, that's right. You're saying that spot tiny little hidden spot, and we confirmed. Is that the place we went to? Yeah. Yeah, that place is awesome. <laughs> I I love it so much, and like. I know that there's only four or five people that work there. So it's like, yeah, yeah. that's the kind of spot that I, yeah. Cause you like, Pepe's. what about Pepe's? Has that been your jam? Uh, yeah, dude. I love Pepe's. We got that last Tuesday and it's just like, I was, it was my first time getting, uh, I don't think I got anything takeout last week until two, like, or the week before. Until three days in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, yeah. twice. <laughs> I do. I wish I could get. I almost. We almost did do Pepe's two days in a row, but we. Did, I think we just ate at home on Wednesday because, you know, you got to do that sometimes. But uh, <laughs> they're they have like a shro, uh, shredded chicken taco that's just like my favorite thing. I have three of those on Tuesday night. Oh, tacos! Sorry, I, I heard burritos, and I'm like, damn, that's a lot of food. <laughs> yeah, no, I could not eat three burritos. <laughs> no, I have trouble eating one of their burritos. Yeah, huge. One thing that I've been doing a lot of um, is cooking. Have you been? Uh, we're not doing takeout. Yeah, we have been. Um, initially, we started, uh, we, we've, we've done um, some of those HelloFresh meals. And I think it's kind of a scam in that, like, they give you, like, a potato <laughs> and, like, a chicken breast. However, I think I've got them beat because I keep using different email addresses for the coupons. So Ooh, they're wait. still sending me four meals for, like, 30 bucks. So I'm like, I think I'm ahead here. So, uh, but uh, I think we're probably going to stop doing that. What we generally do, though, is um, we try and get as much stuff as we can from Make It Remain on Main Street. Um, Lynn Cheney is doing a great job there, and um, uh, they, they, they're they killing it, bringing um, a lot of cool um, new items to the downtown, kind of addressing that food desert that we have for, for yeah. that portion of the city. And... Um, and uh, and that's kind of inspired us to to cook things that we normally didn't cook before. Like I, I never cooked, believe it or not, pancakes before. Like I was really? just like, well, my, yeah, I'm like, it's not a, something that I cook. And then yeah. so like I got like this like farm fresh milk. I got this like farm fresh butter, and like we're making pancakes um, with the it's a really good syrup, BS um, maple syrup from Auburn. Have you guys had that? Yeah, oh, no. uh, but Bruce's Sugar Shack. Yeah, delicious, delicious. That's so, all. That's uh, right by my girlfriend. My girlfriend. Oh my god, my wife's parents' house. I do that all the time too. Don't worry. 
Yeah, but I've been married for eight years. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. That's fair then. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is good stuff. Uh, so pancakes, how'd, you, how'd your pancakes turn out? Like, did you make them they from were... scratch or Bisquick? So good question, good questions. So I have made pancakes with Bisquick like while camping before. Um, and this time they had this, um, it was a mix, but it was like a powder mix of different flour. Um, it was like this natural, like whole wheat flour. And I made them and I tried to make a double batch and I followed the instructions, but they were like the thickest pancakes you've ever seen. They were like this. Dense and I'm like, chew it. <laughs> yeah, like it was like too much. And then, um, so then I started making them and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna make them on my own. They were too salty. They weren't right. So then I did like this hybrid where I did some regular flour and I did the mix and they came out perfect. So that's, that's what we kind of stuck with. And I'm going to try and uh, go back to the, uh, to the uh, homemade recipe. This okay. week. I'm also going to try my hand at scallion pancakes. I'm a big fan of scallion pancakes. Ooh, I found okay. this uh, easy recipe. So I'm going to make that as well. So just, you know, experimenting with stuff. Um, I've been baking. It's great. I feel you. Like it's yeah. therapeutic. I made chocolate chip peanut butter or peanut butter cookies with chocolate chips in it. And they were fantastic. I actually put too much salt. We ran out of salt, so I used the big old rock salt. So you chew Ugh. through it. And like you get two or three bites in, then you'll just get this crunch of salt and you're like, oh salt. But then it, it blends quick. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I've been on the hunt for yeast for uh to bake bread. Like dry grocery store. Sorry? I think, feel like everybody's on that hunt. That's all I see is like, yo, does anybody know anywhere selling it? Yeah, like you're like in alleyways, like trying to find like a yeast guy. <laughs> hey, happy 420, guys. Happy, happy 420. 420. We did it. That's why you could look like you can blind me with dental floss. <laughs> there was just a thud from my, my first floor. Um, it says we have seven minutes left, just as a... So if this okay. thing just cuts out, did they put the like, thing back on there? Or is it still unlimited? No, they cut us out during powwow the other night. Oh, yeah. that's I was right in the middle of it. Oh, it must have been like, a beef thing or something. It was yeah. Anyway, um, so making a menu, making so yeah, I've never actually made pancakes completely from scratch. So I'll give you, I'll give you a lot of credit there. Like, I've always yeah. this quick. Well, I, I feel like an idiot because it's like, they're just pancakes. It's not that hard, yeah. you know? It's very simple, but, you know, I used the wrong oil. I, I used too much butter. So I've got plenty of time right now. So I'm going to perfect these pancakes. And then once they're, once they're good enough, I'll, I'll send you guys some pancakes. Oh, dude, Mark's <laughs> pancake breakfast? I'll show up. I'll bring... We'll do it. It'll be a fundraiser for Pow Wow. Dude, I'm into it. <laughs> I'll bring the eggs. I'll bake a big old thing of scrambled eggs or something. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, man, I'm hungry. See, I made something awful tonight. My, we were talking last night just about like when we first, when we first got out of our house, Sarah and I were just shooting the shit. And uh, like, what did you first cook when you got out? And she said that she, the first thing she cooked for herself was a lot of hamburger helper, which got me all kind of like, man, I can go for some hamburger helper. So we made, or I made, uh, we have ground turkey. We didn't have beef. So I made ground turkey, bacon, cheddar, hamburger helper. It was passable. Not my best. No. Yeah. no. But that begs the question, like Mark, when you first got out or Ricky, even still like, what was some of the first things you started making for yourself? 
I had this little grill and um, I was in law school. And what I would do is I had this little grill on this like patio. I lived in Springfield and uh, I would go out there. I'd marinate some chicken. I would just like grill chicken breast. But then I would just like get like the jumbo packs because I had no money. And I would just literally be eating grilled chicken like all day, every day. <laughs> and like, I'd be have like, like five pounds of chicken for like two weeks. And I'd be like, oh. I don't want to eat this chicken anymore. <laughs> I get it from like this. Uh, I get I go across the bridge to West Springfield. There was a Price Right there, and nice. I would. It's um, you know, Price Right. You can get some good stuff there. It's a uh, little shop at Price Right. Oh, it's it's like, but it's like a treasure hunt, right? Like you don't know what you're gonna find. You're gonna say, no, oh, you know, like Frank's Red Hot, awesome for a dollar ninety nine. But you know, if you want Cheez Its, forget it. They don't have those there. It's um, have some weird crapshoot. Oh yeah, so I would get Frank's the Price Right chicken breast, chicken breast. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good living. How about you, Ricky? What were some of the first things you made? Uh, definitely like scrambled eggs and like I don't even. I literally never really cooked. Like, what my, do you cook now? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I'm not much. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich guy. Um, no, I actually the only thing I really enjoy cooking is breakfast. Yeah. So I like making breakfast sandwiches. That's my favorite thing to do in the probably in the world, honestly. I was trying to lead you there because you've been making some badass breakfast sandwiches and putting them up on the gram. Yeah. We just like so I I like my eggs are like fine. Like I can make like really good like scrambled eggs, like they're passable. And I'm really I like making like scrambles. Uh Naomi is the only one who can make eggs for like the egg like the breakfast sandwich where it's like this cheesy, gooey, perfect like i don't know how she does it it's fucking amazing but <laughs> now i let her cook the eggs her calling I, yeah <laughs> i just like slice everything I'm, i like cut the avocado and toast the english muffins do you have a ring mold ricky like a silver disc no so or even like a cookie cutter what you could do is you could make like scrambled eggs and then pour it into the ring see it was uncomfortable pour it into like the ring mold like it's his yeah. ears flapping on his head. Uh, pour it into the ring mold on a on a frying pan, and it'll get you that like um, Dunkin' Donuts style puffy egg of like a nice ah. egg disc. Mm. That's how they Good do to- it. Good to know. But yeah. Yeah, I make the eggs. She kills it. Go Better to me. Yeah. Awesome. Um. Yeah, I'm very hungry now. And I'm stoned, so <laughs> I made myself fried chicken. Speaking of chicken, I made myself fried chicken at 1.30 in the morning, Saturday There you night go. Nice. Because I was hungry and I didn't want to eat something sweet. Yeah. Why not? Time doesn't matter anymore. Not the past few weeks. I just, just I feel like I've been, yeah, I've been moving from like this work, sleep, work, sleep. Sometimes it's light out, sometimes it's not. I feel you. I, my work is incessant. Um, I, like I, today was Patriots Day, and I was like, oh, it's a holiday for our office. And I worked from eight until I, I called I you guys. I'm gonna work, I'm gonna work after. So um, unfortunately, you know, this is, this, this COVID-19 is, you know, really hitting a lot of our clients. So they need help um, addressing, you know, leasing issues, addressing lots of different problems and stuff. So sure. um, 
we got to be there as a resource to help them. But, um, you know, it's, 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 it's tough because you got to kind of remain, you know, sane in this very strange environment that we live in. But, you know, you got to do it for the clients, as you know, Travis. Yeah. I mean, I'm basically right there. I got to help out the Worcester Regional Food Hub today. They're one of my favorite clients that I have. Um, and they're doing a kind of like a call ahead pickup where you can order some stuff from some of the purveyors. And then on Wednesday yeah. from a small window of time, you basically go and get a box of food, you drive in, pick up a box of food from local purveyors and drive out. Um, super reasonable, but we're trying to figure yeah. out ways to get their online ordering. So it's less contact. There's no paper money because even paper money right now is such a pain in the ass because you have to lay it all out and disinfect it. I don't even know anybody yeah. that, Picking cash, I don't think. I think every, everything has been hard only. The fucking yeah. UPS or USPS took cash the other day. Really? I couldn't believe it. And like, I'm sending stuff. I'm trying to send more stuff, one, because I'm feeling disconnected from people. But two, with the whole stupid shit with USPS, I, I want to support USPS. I, I'm a yeah, yeah, yeah. that we need it. Um, yep. But guys, don't take my cash. Get your credit card thing rolling. <laughs> The credit card machine was busted. And he's like, do you have cash? And I'm like, really? You want my paper money? My dirty, yeah. dirty money? I haven't even had cash myself in my wallet in like a couple months. I don't, like, I can't remember the last. We're back. And we're back. The beauty of technology. <laughs> That's a sign I've seen before. I went for the, these things are my jam. The ice cream bars specifically. I heard you mention that uh, during the Timberland, Timberyard. Timberyard video. It's like Timberland. I was like, that was all right. That'd be so sick. I actually haven't tried their beer yet. and I've been meaning to. I love their beer. It's so good. They, um, <clears throat> the newest IPA they released, uh, Liquid Art, I think number eight. So, so good. The Hindsight is like a uh, session IPA. It's probably my favorite mm-hmm. beer they do. And then their um, Hellas Lager is awesome. Nice. The Hindsight's the one with a giant eye on it, right? Yeah. Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm I, uh... with the cans. Oh, there's some cool ones. I've got a I've got a beer fridge in, in my living room over here. And um, they, I mean, they come up with some crazy labels. Treehouse has some amazing labels. The artwork is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Have but, you been uh, up but, since uh, quarantine hit? Yes. I've been to Treehouse a couple of times now. Um, they, they, have, they have it down pat um, in terms of uh, the contactless um, pickup. So, the way they do it is you order from their website and it's amazing because it goes on sale at like 930 in the morning. Oh, cool. And then uh, you, you put in an order, you have to order at least a case and then um, you can pick it up at any point during the day. Um, but no lie by like 940, it's all sold out. Really? That's wild. Yeah. So like, like they, I mean, they, they're limiting the amount of cases that people can buy. Um, but I mean, it's very convenient. I mean, you'll probably wait like 10, 15 minutes. You get in line in your car you write out your order, you show them your order, show them your license. And then like, once you get up to the front, they have already like radioed to the person to bring it out. And, um, and then 
they come out with like on, on a trolley. If they leave it by your car, they go inside and you come pick up and put it in your car. That's so sick. Yeah. So it's like no money exchange. All everything's done in advance on on, on um, their website. Um, so they've they've done a really good job at that. So, How does that compare to going and waiting in line for two hours to get a? <laughs> we do what we have to do, Travis. We do what we have to do. Now I um I I mean I like going there for the pours. It's like nice, you know, uh, sitting outside with family and friends. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a destination, but usually what we do is, uh, we do what they call the, uh, the, the pilgrimage where we go treehouse and then we go to BTs. Um, although I was told that people from like Japan come and do the pilgrimage, which like is really? amazing to me. Yeah. Like people like will go to treehouse and then make their way over to BTs. So, um, but, uh, I think the first time we did, yeah, the first time we did um, a treehouse pickup, we then went and got uh, takeout from from BTS. Yeah. So um, I think yeah. I'm gonna do this weekend. Yeah. Just oh, know wow. that you have to get a whole case though, because that's kind of like that's commitment, oh. you know. I need it. <laughs> I don't really, need it, but I, a case is an easy thing for me to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, and they and they give you a different variety depending on the case too, so you don't have to get like the same beer. So that makes that makes it fun too. Yeah. So we've been we've been drinking so much beer. Like it's it's we got two cases from Treehouse, and on top of that, we've also had two deliveries so far from um, Austin Liquors. Nice. <laughs> so my my Very drink nice. of choice <clears throat> is uh, Four Roses. Oh, I drink four I'm, roses I, like it's my job. I um so we when my friend Nicole bought a bottle of that last summer. Her, Naomi, and a bunch of our friends were doing like a girls' night, so they're making yeah. some kind of cocktail with that. I think they maybe made like one or two of them, and then nobody touched that bottle. So Nicole the other night was like, "Hey, I have this. It's literally just in the way. Like, I'm just gonna leave it for you." I'm like, "That sounds That's wonderful." Right. So I thought it was like a half drunk bottle. Like I didn't realize it was like basically full. So yeah, I got a nice little ball of that now. So which was great because I had no whiskey in the house at all. It was just mezcal yeah. and beer. <laughs> Dude, I like. wish I liked alcohol because it is getting <laughs> harder and harder to find the things that I'm into. Yeah. Oh, well, you pick your poison, right? I mean, true. I don't know. I'm just saying. You like, got your Snicker bars. <laughs> there's so much of the culture around craft beer that I find fascinating. And like some of my best friends are really into it, like really into it. Like they travel all over the place to go to craft beer. Like they, they, Rockwell, kid I brought up many times on the show, has planned entire vacations with his wife and his family around brewery tours. And like That's the awesome. kids go and have fun and they plan the damn thing out. I just, it would be boring. It would be lost on me. I would be so yeah. fucking bored. But I feel like I'm missing out. Same with seafood. Like, I don't really like seafood. And I feel like I'm missing out on a whole culture by not liking something. I'm with you there. Actually, I don't eat seafood. Growing up, uh, we did eat in my household. Um, sure. And to this day, like, I like I try every time. Like, someone's like, oh, this is amazing. And I'll take a bite. And it's just just not for me. So, when I like, if I'll do, like, some international travel, it's like, you're, like, in places where, like, the ceviche is amazing. Well, I'm just going to go with the chicken. Right. <laughs> so I, 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 I um, at my old law firm, actually represented um, a very well-known uh, sushi restaurant in the area. And the owner 
would always make fun of me because we'd have meetings and he'd bring out hundreds of dollars worth of sushi. And I'd be like, hey, you know that I don't eat sushi. And then he'd be like shouting at me in the kitchen, making like some teriyaki chicken. He's just making fun of me the whole time. Um, <laughs> but uh, hey, yeah. you know, you like what you like. I'm with you, man. I've had this thing always with me where like the fish or something like where I don't like it, it hits the back of my palate and then I'll just like gag. And it's awful. I'm a fucking grown ass man and I'm gagging over fish sticks. Like, come on. I'm not a huge fan of seafood. Like I love some things like lobsters and clams and all that stuff. I'm all about it. You're about um, the bottom feeders. Yeah. But like, and like, I like like fish and chips, but I don't like like the, like the whole fish dish at Dead Horse where it's like still looks like a fish. The like, eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. She ordered I don't it. Like, my wife loved the, it. I don't like any of that stuff. It's just like not my jam. It, I don't know. There's something weird about fish when I like think about how it's a fish. I, it's fucking strange. I eat every- you, don't, you don't think about the chickens. You don't think about the nope. cows. <laughs> no, the fish though. There's something weird about fish. fish when I think about it being a fish. <laughs> Out of context is going to pick that one up. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah loves all that stuff, man. And like once a year, we have to go to Soul Proprietor and I, there's an entire menu of all this amazing sounding food that I know I won't like. And I get the one steak on the menu that they yeah. have for suckers like me. I have, I have a lot of like work meetings and a lot of the old school Worcester guys, they all think of like work meeting sole proprietor that's where we have to be going for lunch and every time i'm just like oh man can't we just go to toledo's and get some tacos can't we just you know go anywhere else but um yeah no people are like married to that place yeah i mean they do a damn good job they make you feel special when you sit down to eat there but at the same time very long time for food (laughs) The last time I was there was when we filmed that like powwow video thing last year. Oh no shit. I watched that recently. Uh shout out to Patrick Jocelyn for being on our video. That was awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, that was a good time. And yeah. everybody else that was on that video, but all right. Um anything else we should cover before moving into Stokes and Pokes? I mean, I think we should talk about the elephant in the room that it's four twenty. And the status of marijuana facilities in the city in, in the city of Worcester and the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Yeah, I didn't know them. if you want to talk about that, but I'm with you. Yeah. I so I um so as you guys might know, um uh I I represent um a few marijuana facilities and it's tough. It's really tough out there right now with this with the um the, the shutdown that a lot of the businesses um uh, so some of them, as you guys might know, they do medical and they do recreational. And uh, uh, some of them just do recreational. Some do just, I don't think any of them really do only medical anymore. But they're only open right now for, for medicinal purposes. So um, I'm told Governor Baker decides otherwise, a lot of the recreational side is just completely shut down. So hopefully he'll see the light and he'll allow for recreational use again. Uh, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who might not like um, alcohol and want something else. Um, and I think people can be um, responsible and they can be safe. Um, so um, I, I would 
I would ask that uh, Governor Baker, if he somehow hears this, <laughs> yeah, Re- rethink it, rethink it. Seriously, though, it's, I mean, uh, it's crazy to me. Most cannabis stores were safer than most liquor stores. Like, Easily. Can't touch the product. Right. You have to, like, they already have the lane set up where they can make the six foot distances very easy. There's no, yep. there's no alleys to deal with. No. Yeah, it's, it's completely irrational. Um, and uh, I, so I think I mentioned this to you before, Travis, the rationale was um, that people were going to come from out of state to purchase marijuana and then leave the state. Um, I mean, there are oh, ways that around really? it. You could, Maybe I the that. rationale was that they were afraid that people were going to start coming from out of state, you know, filling up our, our dispensaries and, um, you know, creating um, issues for, for our residents. But I mean, there's ways around that, you know, you have to have I an in-state license. Yeah. I mean, like there, there's like, you have to buy it with a license anyway. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know. I, I think that it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous that it, they can say liquor license can remain open, but dispensaries can't. Um, so hopefully in, in the spirit of 420, um, the government will see the light and uh, hopefully those that do partake um, will be able to partake uh, recreationally again soon. Yeah, give us back our plants, dude. <laughs> there you go. But, um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. And it's it's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating because we, it's legal. It should just not be, there shouldn't be issues. Yeah, and I mean, think about it. That's tax revenue that we're losing. Seriously. Seriously. It's true. And we were right on the precipice of really becoming like real normal with like people were dealing with cannabis like we were right there where all the shops were going to start opening and like yeah what are we six months behind now are we a year behind like well the real issue is you not only have that kind of the difference of opinion right that's really you have people that are really seeing as socially acceptable but you're also experiencing delays and facilities getting open, which is what I, you know, for my clients and what I'm concerned about also is that people have made investments in these facilities. They've gotten necessary approvals, but the cannabis control commission isn't going in to do inspections because people would be put at risk, which totally understand, but the ones that are open should be able to stay open. So, um, but ultimately it is up to the governor and it's up to the legislature. So, um, that's, that's kind of where we are. So I guess, I mean, understandably they've got, they've got bigger fish to fry right now, uh, in terms of the issues facing the Commonwealth, but, um, man, it's kind of like, what's going on guys? Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. I know this is a completely different branch of government, but Jim McGovern, you were once on the show. If you listen, call up uh, the governor and see what you can do. I, don't I mean, it's a I just want my cannabis stand a bit. Stand a bit. Yeah. I just thought it had to be addressed given the holiday. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything else, Ricky? I don't think so. Did you uh did you see what I used for the Stokes and Pokes thing last week? Did you actually watch I... it? No, so it's did I, I used it? a bunch of old no. black footage. Oh really? I didn't watch like the these... video, I didn't listen to it. It was like the like the first ever video or very early video, and it's these three women dancing in a garden. It, it worked perfectly. I'll probably do awesome. it again. 
Alright. Brother Ricky's in the back, sweet Travis in the front. Cruising down to 90 in the hot, hot sun. Suddenly red blue lights flash us from behind. Loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. Ricky preached words of comfort, Travis just tied his eyes. Policeman taps his shades, are you the guys from Seltzer Time? Stokes and Pokes. Stokes and Pokes, Stokes and Pokes. Let's hear some Stokes and Pokes. Cool. Um, so more elephants in the room. I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this. I wasn't sure I was going to poke off this, but, uh, I can't really think of anything else. I sat there long and hard today trying to figure out anything else that I was mad about as I was seeing the idiots blocking the hospitals and causing traffic jams and spray painting. You fucking idiots. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to put into words. It just upsets me to the point where I just, I just get so mad and I understand everybody's mad and this thing is brooding. And like, this is now where I don't even know where to go with this because I'm just so mad about it. But leave the fucking health people alone. They're the ones helping yeah. us right now. Fuck um, you. It's, it's all politically driven though. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's people who want something to, get mad about people who are you know i'm not saying a lot of the people are like this but you can see that in some of the rallies there's a lot of um racism a lot of yeah. anti-semitism in particular i've been reading a lot of articles about that as a jewish person that that scares me when ha people have anti-semitic uh posters and rifles walking through the streets yeah of, um, some of our major cities um kind of thinking back to charlottesville and a lot of the um uh violence um, there, um, it's it, there's some there's there's some conservative groups that are driving this, and it's it's just it's ridiculous to think that people are using um, such a health crisis to um, try and gain some type of political upper hand in some swing states like Virginia, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. It's just yeah. deplorable. Yeah, and, good choice of words. Um, yep. They are what they are. Yeah. No relevant. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, yeah. And then I see tweets on Reddit where people were like, thank God that Obama isn't president now because he couldn't afford to give us each $1,200 in our bank account. And it's like, oh my God, do you breed? Do you vote? Like, what the fuck? Do, how do you not understand how this works? It isn't coming out of his pocket, you dumb fuck. Yeah. Awful. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. awful. That's what I'm poking. Stop being shitty. Be nice. Now more than ever. Seriously. Uh, other things that are kind of nice, though, is that the Worcester Arts Council posted today about a mass cultural coalition COVID-19 relief fund for individuals. Um, it's going to give $255, $1,000 grants to support individual artists and independent teaching artists, humanitarians, uh, humanists, sorry, scientists living in Massachusetts whose creative practice and incomes are adversely impacted by COVID-19. Uh, New, England, New England Foundation for the Arts is partnering with us to support the individuals. And there's a link, masscultural.org slash artists. Go there. Um, they're doing really cool stuff. They're giving out $1,000. And again, $1,000 isn't going to change anything. It's not change your life money, but it is maybe pay your rent money. So yeah. if you lost... It's huge. Yeah. If you have 
if you can show that you have lost work and you are in need of some money, that could potentially be an option. And I especially like that it's a grant and not a loan. Yep. Yeah. So that's what I got this week. What do you got for us, Mark? So um, should I start with my stoke or my poke? Whatever you feel inspired to do. All right. Well, we kind of already touched upon it. So I'll start with my stoke. Um, I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing on social media in terms of restaurants and businesses kind of arising to the occasion and finding creative ways to get their products out there to customers uh, in a safe manner. Um, some particular ones I wanted to highlight, I don't know if you guys saw, but Volturno's doing um, a cooking class where they're gonna have uh, pasta and wine and then they're gonna, it's like I, don't, I think it's like $50 a person or something like that and then you can, um, have a class where they teach you how to make the pasta um, That's awesome. and, and this meal yeah it's like wow like how brilliant is that um dead horse similarly you know i saw that they they're having um you know burger um ingredients like wagyu burgers and and wine for takeout people able to support these businesses have some really tasty food but doing it in a way that um is um is is suitable for for their business operations and, and the regulations that we have in place um i mean there's 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 other great stuff going on too um so um like you said crust in their pizza making um there's cookie decorating i mean people are able to um enjoy some good food and and be safe so kudos to all those businesses for getting creative and um and getting their products out there i am yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 it's awesome. Um, my poke um, is kind of petty and it's a little random, but it's been right. really, it's been really bothering me lately. So I have to bring it to, uh, I, just, I wanted to grieve it. I just want to air this grievance uh, and, and, and then maybe uh, it won't bother me as much. But um, uh, as you guys probably know, last was it last weekend was easter two weekends ago i don't know the days all meshed together two weekends uh, ago. morgan two weeks ago okay uh so morgan my wife uh celebrates easter um i i don't but i celebrate easter with her um i make her go to uh satyrs with me and so the least thing i can do is let her shower me with candy uh, on easter um go. good husband that i am and uh <laughs> um so she, she asked me what I wanted for some Easter candy. I said, I want jelly beans. I love jelly beans. And so given the COVID-19 shutdown, um, she wasn't going to go to the store. And so she had to order on Amazon. And the only jelly beans available were the Jelly Belly um, jelly beans, which are generally really tasty. But my poke uh, this week is for the Jelly Belly candy company because I think they are trying to trick me. Because I don't care for the popcorn jelly beans, and I swear they're peppering them throughout the entire container, this four-pound container, and they're changing the colors so that way they look different, and so I can't trust any of the jelly beans anymore. Because I'm like, that's clearly lemon, and then sure enough, it's popcorn. So uh, it's it's this is this is my jelly issue beans. these days. A popcorn jelly bean that doesn't sound yeah, good. It's no, basically no, it butter flavored, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's gross. And uh, this jelly bean, I have a jar of them sitting at my desk. I'm just sitting there, just eating jelly beans. And then sure oh. enough, hate beans. That popcorn, that popcorn jelly bean. So, Jelly Belly um, Candy Company, we're we're gonna probably go to war. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
I can remember when I was very young, maybe like 15, 16, early days with the internet, Jelly Belly had a thing on their website where if you logged on at just the right time and put in your information, you get a free thing of jelly beans. And I tried maybe every day for a solid month and a half to get on this goddamn thing. <clears throat> I finally get it six weeks in, get my name, get my Jelly Belly, and it's like 10 jelly beans in a tiny little bag. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. It's free. Yeah. yeah. But even still, I want to say there was two popcorn ones in that small bag. That's They're great. trying to kill us. Yeah, the popcorn ones are weird. <laughs> but not it, as good it's as more the Starburst. So, absolutely not. And it's more so that the colors change. It's like all the other colors are consistent, but then like some of these are like white, and then some of them are like bright yellow, and then some of them are like spotted. Can't trust them. That's, this is my gripe. That's weird. I'm not a big jelly bean. <laughs> fan so like i'm pretty confident saying that i'll never have to eat that <laughs> i'm not the jelly candy guy i'm the chocolate candy guy so respect have you done like the weird birdie bots the harry potter ones yeah i've Dirt. never done it so yeah it's, you know what i'm talking about ricky no where some but, of them taste oh. like grass some of them taste like mud that's disgusting yeah. they got that's the harry potter thing. ones if you watch yeah. Harry Potter, you'd get it. I know we still haven't done that. We have to do that. We watched, You've never uh, seen Harry Potter or read the book? No, no, never seen Harry Potter. And it's weird because Naomi is like a massive ter- uh, Harry Potter fan. So we were supposed to watch them the last like couple months because next weekend we were supposed to go down to Florida for a wedding, but we we're also going to do Harry Potter World while we were there. Gotcha. Obviously, none of that is happening now. Oh, until- maybe that's why. So it hurts too much. I think yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. It's like, it's like uh, when Mike Pertucci watched um, the Star Wars trilogy with the Walshes. Yep. Just like blew his mind. Yeah. That's- I completely disagree with their, their order. I will maintain that. The machete order? Yeah. And they don't watch episode one. They- Sarah and I watched it the other night. I maintain that that's a fucking great movie. I wouldn't it's, say it's, it's a great it's, movie. It's grown on me. I, I would be more interested in watching it right now than I was than ever before, just because it's been like, I've only seen that movie twice. I saw it when it came out and then my buddy bought it on DVD. Like when that came out and we watched it once and that was it. I've never watched it since, but let me rephrase. Great is probably wrong. It's very entertaining. It's okay. not, it's by no means a cinematic masterpiece, but in terms of just like action movies with some kick-ass fight scenes some fun racing, some just funny moments. But you wouldn't say, though, that episode one is better than episode three. No, no, no. no, no. It's not. Okay. We're, we're, see, I don't need to live a comparative lifestyle. Like, okay, to me, okay. Fair, is it entertaining fair. or not? They're all entertaining to me. Uh, two is rough. That whole it's scene awful, where they explain. Awful, awful. Yeah. yeah. It's just slow. Yeah. And... I had forgot that Natalie Portman, I'm sorry, nope, Kira Knightley is in episode one. Wait, really? Yeah, Kira Knightley plays, so this was messed with my brain. Kira Knightley plays Queen Amidala because Padme is, at, spoilers, Padme is actually pretending to be one of her handmaidens. Oh, oh. right. So the woman I didn't realize playing, that was Kira Knightley, though. It's Kira Knightley. And I confused what? it for years. What the 
I never knew that. Rewatch it. We just watched it the other night. It's on Disney Plus. All right. We we tried watching uh, the live action Aladdin on Disney Plus. It's no. tough. It was tough. It was really tough. I got halfway through it. That's not bad. We just watched Guardians of the Galaxy one and two uh, over the weekend, which I had never seen, and they're those movies were fantastic. Those are fun. Yeah, that's cool. I'm not a huge like action movie guy, so. If you liked that, you should check out. There was a Thor movie they made, the third one. Oh, God. But it has so some of the... It starts with an R? Yeah. Uh, God damn it. And I'm the comic book guy. It was, it was directed by the, the Kiwi... Yeah, it was directed by the Kiwi director who, uh, who just came out with... Um, what was that movie? Jojo Rabbit. Did you guys see that? Oh, that was brilliant. It was nominated yeah. for Best Picture, I think. Um, it's about um, if you guys have time, which we all do, right? Well, I highly yeah. recommend this movie. It's um, it's a dark comedy about a little boy who grows up like in in uh, Nazi Germany, and his best friend is Adolf Hitler, and it's played by uh, Taika what White Taika Waititi. Yeah, it's he's played by him. He's the director, the director as well, right? And so he plays Adolf Hitler. And so like, he's like his best friend. So he's like eating breakfast with Adolf Hitler. And it's, it's just, it's, it's a really entertaining dark comedy. It gets really sad, but it's, 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 it's a, it's a good movie. I remember him doing an interview about that and he couldn't, he didn't want to make anybody else play Hitler. That's why he ended up taking the role or something. Oh, that's, that's, that makes sense. He did uh, what we do in the shadows and that's really good. He's an interesting director. Yeah. Yeah. Good movies. All right, take us home, Ricky. All right. Um, all right, so my poke is uh, just kind of like I myself. I picked up some, like, um, like patio furniture from Ed Plant a couple weeks ago. And, like, they, were, they got a bunch of new stuff, I guess. So he was like, are we getting rid of it? You can take it. Like, oh, I'm sick. Like, we'll put it on the back porch. We'll just, like, leave it out there. It's no big deal. I still haven't put, like, the legs onto the table. <laughs> it's been, like, we're on our third week, I think. And I just keep moving it. I'm like, oh, well, all right, I'm going to do it today. So I'll, like, kind of, like, spread it all out and get it ready and then not touch it for a couple days. Today I went out there and I got, like, one leg on and I got distracted. It's still not done. So I have to openly, publicly poke myself that I will do it tomorrow or Wednesday. <laughs> Depressing. But yeah, that's it. I mean, I like there's not really anything else I can complain about that everybody else isn't complaining about. So I feel you. That's yeah. I felt the same way. I wanted to complain about the glass again from last week, but I did that last week. So even though I was I, out with a fucking colander this week with pulling shovels of dirt Jesus. trying to get this glass out of my backyard. <laughs> what about like a leaf blower? It's so down in there, Mark. Like they buried it. It was intentional. Like, they're like they like signed the deed to the house, and they like waited until it was like deep in the ground, and that's when they signed the deed. Right, it's like here you go. <laughs> it's just like we've been looking at the grass, being like, why won't the grass grow? And then I started being like, oh, that's a piece of glass. Oh, that's a piece of glass. Holy shit, that's a lot of glass. What kind that's of glass was it? It was from a table. The idiots oh. let a glass table fly off the backyard and smash. And I think that stuff breaks like safety glass because they're all little shards. I'm just oh, afraid God. that dogs are going to get it in their paws. Yeah, yeah. 
or you yeah. walk out there barefoot. Yeah, I have this dream that I'm gonna put a um a sheet on the back of the house because we have this kind of like small yard, but it's sloping. And I want to have everybody bring over kiddie pools and then, oh, God damn it. We're running out of time again. Have everybody come bring kiddie pools. And then we watch something like Jaws or something on a projector on the back of a house and everybody sits in kiddie pools and we all jam up. That's amazing. You should totally yeah. do that. But then I, I don't want anybody's kiddie pool to, to pop because of the glass. True. Yeah. And then you get Take us home. Boyers. <laughs> all right. So my stoke is I got tagged in a post uh, this morning. I don't actually know when it went up, but. Polar is giving out five five hundred dollar tips to uh, like bartenders and servers. Their only thing they just want you to comment. They're gonna do it every single day until the 29th, I think. Um, oh, it's, wow! I think it's it's either the 28th or the 29th. Maybe probably the 28th. But um, yeah, so every day they're gonna give away five five hundred dollar tips. They'll Venmo you. Um, they'll post a graphic and then you just comment. Like today's thing was like. Um, tell us how you or how a customer should order at your restaurant and a lot of people were like don't be a dick like <laughs> like very like to the point and then they just go through and they pick like five people throw them 500 bucks so what did you get today i did not get it no which like i i only commented on it because i was like a i know i'm not gonna win this but b i just want to see like who i know that follows polar is gonna see it so we had a couple people like like the comment but it was cool. But yeah, no, it, it's interesting watching them. It's, it's cool having them kind of go like out of their way to help raise money for like bartenders and stuff like that. Like, I think that's a great idea. I'm not, Polar like never does stuff like that, really. <laughs> so it was kind of shocking to get tagged in a post. And I was like, is this even real? Like they're doing something kind of like fun on the internet. What? But it's real. So yeah. I like to see the companies are stepping up. This has been yeah. that's been the the refreshing bit about all of this. For sure. Definitely. Well, Mark, this has been fantastic. We didn't need to talk about the election buttons and the pin collecting and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But, uh, it's it's there's sorry for the scatter, the bird shot of uh, of an interview. We we touched on a lot of different things, but um, <laughs> some juicy nuggets in there. We'll do this again when we can all get dinner together. And we'll do it over a plate of something new and tasty. Sounds amazing and sounds tasty. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Mark, do you want people to find you on the internet? And if so, where do they find you? Um, I mean, I don't post a lot of things on Instagram, but um, I do have, I think, one of the coolest Instagram handles. So I will lay it out there. It is the heart of the Commonwealth. That was smart when you picked that up. I listened to a podcast with the girl who has the Instagram account at New York City. And she made it. It was the most interesting podcast I've ever listened to. She just happened to make it when Instagram kind of came out. She tried being like, Liz, New York, but that was already taken. So she tried a bunch of different ones. And then she's like, fuck it, I'm just going to try this. And got at New York City. And now she has made so much money, like via ads and selling things. And selling. Like she's, but her mom has like the at cooking. Like they went through and just made the most like basic name Instagrams. And they have like some of the most coveted accounts ever. And I was thinking of yours because I was like, I'm sure the state of Mass like the state of Massachusetts or like the city of Worcester would really want that account. But. Have you yeah, had any I try offers? and highlight some cool stuff, huh? Have you had any offers? No, no, no. It's also my uh, Twitter handle, but I don't do much with Twitter either. That's so sick. Well, 
Fascinating. This has been really fun. This has been fun stuff to think about. Nice little escapism moment. Yeah. Um, I have been Travis. You can find me at the interwebs at Hunchback Travis and at the brand new SeltzerTimeOfficial.com. I've been Ricky. You can find me at DickChuck77 or uh, SeltzerTimeOfficial. So. He's the man behind the can. You guys stay safe. Stay clean. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, guys. Be well. Bye, guys. Sorry for partying.